episode 71, March 2015. This is a supercut of all Q&A episodes with Kobe Chapel, product designer at GitHub. This episode is sponsored by the Dreblin Design Company and Field Notes. So, hi, uh, my name is Kobe. I am a designer at GitHub. I am originally from New Zealand, but have lived for a long time in Australia as well, and um, recently moved to the UK as well. And now I live in Northern Ireland, just south of Belfast. What do you do for work? So, uh, my I guess my formal role, the title at GitHub is product designer. Um, I've said before, you know, we don't uh, worry too much about the job titles at GitHub, but I guess that's 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 my title. Um, so. What that involves is mostly uh, I'm working on the, the github.com um, app itself and it's the exact same app that is deployed in enterprise as well. So I'm working on on, fe- on a feature by feature basis or on projects that are you know improvements to existing features. Um, I'm typically working on the workflows and the, the, uh, the various steps that people go through as they use. The application to accomplish the, the day-to-day things. What are you famous or infamous for? Uh, I'm not actually sure, probably not a lot. Um, I think a few people might know me from designing the, uh, the Jekyll site a little while ago. Um, the only other small claim to fame I really have is uh, I have a, a open source grid framework called Gridism, which um, a few people have, have used for, for sites. How did you get into design anyway? Good question. Um, I, uh, when I was in high school, I, I mean, I'd always, um, I'd always been interested in computers, um, but not necessarily in design. But as part of my interest in computers, I, you know, I got asked by um, a friend of mine who ran a business if I uh, could could build websites, and ended up building him a, building him, you know, him a website and. Ended up getting into freelance, um, doing the odd, the odd freelance project out of school. Then I I, actually, I, I worked as an IT manager for a company um, for a while after I, after I was um, after I finished high school and um, was doing a number of things that not just design, but uh, I was kind of uh, responsible for the e-commerce site and for a lot of the marketing materials and and kind of I gradually um, worked my way more and more into the design and and specifically the web and, and interface design um, side of things. Um, I then eventually went full-time, like freelance full-time, um, and did that for a long time. So, yeah, I, I guess I got into it through the technical side of, of, of it rather than the, um, the formal visual design um, side, side of design, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I like from a very early, like even before I was doing design stuff, I was interested in security issues and, um, you know, lo- learning how to, you know, how to how to get computer networks set up and doing all these kind of things that, um, are, are not design, not necessarily the type of design I do today at all, but it was interest in those things and interest in computers in general that ended up getting me into into web design and, um. And what I do today. What's your setup for writing code and for designing? So I, I use Atom uh, as my editor, which is um, an, ed- an editor that, that GitHub, um, that we created internally at GitHub and open sourced not long ago. 
Mm -hmm. um, and for writing, I tend to use uh, Writer by Information Architects. Um, it's a really minimal um, and really focused application, I think, and it uh, really allows me to focus on, on the writing. And what do you use for design? I have Sketch installed, but I only go into it every couple of months when I need something. Um, I also have uh, Photoshop and Illustrator um, for, for, for you know vector work. If I if I need to jump into Illustrator and, and tweak an icon, I can I can do that. Mm -hmm. um, in the past, I would have used InDesign a lot for print print design work when I was doing freelance stuff. Um, so I guess the Adobe suite um, it would be fairly um, fairly key to what I used to used to use. But since joining GitHub, I haven't done a lot of work in Photoshop, um, uh, just because most of the work I'm doing is is in the browser. Um, for uh, other things that I, I think I would I would use uh, on my computer, I use Lightroom for managing photos, which I, I really like that application. Um, I think Adobe has done a great job with it. Um, and what else do I use? I would uh, I use Things. Um, for to-do lists and, and you know, productivity and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm in Terminal a lot, so I use iTerm. Do you like working from home, office, coffee shop? What works best for you? Um, I, I love working from home. Um, I, I live about probably 30 or 40 minutes from, from Belfast, so um, it's not too far, but I, I go in every now and then and um, will work from... Um, from an office of, of some you know companies that I'm friends with in, in, in the city. Um, I'll sometimes work from a coffee shop, but uh, most of the time I work from home. I tend to I tend to work well when I have uh, peace and quiet, and I know I'm not going to be disturbed. Do you get up early, normal, super late? What's your deal? Um, I tend to probably get up on the earlier side of things. I used to be a, a big night owl though, so it's changed a lot over time. Do you have a daily routine, maybe? Nothing too out of the ordinary. I probably work mostly nine to five hours for the most part. Um, the, the hours that I work are entirely up to me, but I find that um, working a fairly standard work hour is, is, you know, works well for me. I, when I was working freelance, I, um, I made the decision to try and work, as, work standard hours as well to have, a, have as normal separation as I can between work and um, normal life, and um, I think that that I, I seems to work really well for me. Um, I have a question for uh, actually about GitHub in this regard. What if people have um, a completely different kind of structure? Maybe they work two hours in the in the morning, and then let's say six hours in the afternoon. So is this kind of this flexible, or how does this work? Yeah, I mean it's it's completely up to the individual involved, um, and the and the teams that they work on. You know. Um, the the what's important to us is that people do their best work, you know, and and so whatever hours people will do that work best in, you know, it, that's up to them, and and it's not anyone else's place to say that, you know, you have to work, you know, you, we the way we see it is we think we we look at uh, building software as a creative endeavor, and it's really difficult to force creativity into into nine to five, mm -hmm. um. So uh, if you know if someone works best from midnight until six a.m., then do that. And there's some people at the company who 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 do that. Um, you know, if the if if you are a late riser and 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 prefer to work from you know 
10 or 11 in the morning until 7 at night or, or 8 at night, then that works for you. If you like getting into the office at, at, at 5 then and, and working until you know 3 or 4, then that's fine. Or if you if you like doing a session in the morning and then having a, a much longer break in the middle of the day and working night as well, then that's cool as well. I mean, there's no one looking over your shoulder to make... It's much, it's, it's much more about as long as you're achieving the work that that you need to do like if as long as you as long as you're um, you're you're achieving the results then then it doesn't uh, it doesn't matter too much to us um for for some teams um there there's a bit more um structure involved but we try and let the teams themselves make the best best decisions um about that like for example with the support and operations teams it's obviously important that we have people uh, have enough capacity around the clock to make sure that um, uh, we have we have the resources available if there are, there was an incident to be able to handle handle um, issues as they come up um, so but for that like we we let the the operations team and the support team individually plan who wants to work when uh, to to make that happen so we try we try and leave we try and have individuals um, and also teams be as autonomous as possible. What about sports or exercise? Are you a fan of that? Yeah, I mean, I've always been a reasonably active person. Um, I uh, actually competed with breakdancing for a long time. Interesting. Um, yeah, back in back in, in Australia. Um, and these days, I've been getting into mountain biking since moving to the UK because we have some incredible places for mountain biking here. Mm -hmm. um, I did uh, I did martial arts for a long time in Australia. I did I did capoeira mm -hmm. um, for about five years, and I've done a little bit of aikido. And here in the UK, I've started doing jujitsu. So yeah, I've I've kind of always been active. I've, I tend to prefer um, outdoor sports and martial arts and things like that that to straight up exercise in a, in a gym. Although um, although I enjoy that as well. Okay, everybody, my name is Aaron James Draplin. Just got done telling you about my whole life. Uh, the good, the bad, the gross, the ugly, the weird, the sinister, the awesome. And now you need to go to draplin.com and buy some killer merch. Draplin.com backslash merch and things that you need, right? Okay, you need to go there and look at this stuff. And then when you're done with that, you need to go to fieldnotesbrand.com and get some memo books. We'll ship them anywhere. If you're listening to this in Vienna, Austria, or Vienna... Illinois, hell, wherever that is, we will we'll ship them there too, okay? Fieldnotesbrand.com. You need these things. $9.95 for a three-pack. Would you pay for coffee today, right? 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 You need this stuff. So draplin.com, fieldnotesbrand.com. And uh, yeah, those are, the, those are the only two links you need in your life. There you go. Tips against pr procrastination. Good question. Um, I think it's something that everyone struggles with, and I struggle with it as well. Um, I think the important thing to think about if you're someone who has a huge problem with procrastination is to simplify. A lot of the time when, uh, when procrastination becomes an issue, it's because you've built up this long list of to-dos and it just ends up looking like this daunting, huge list. Um, but if you actually think about each of the items that are on, that are on your list... Some of them don't need to be there. Some of them can be put off to later. The, key, the hardest thing is to work out what is essential and then focus on that and, and, and forget the other things. 
if there's things that aren't essential, then seriously questioning whether they deserve to be on my to-do list at all. How do you deal with imposter syndrome? Uh, very good question. Uh, it's definitely something I've um, I've experienced a lot, uh, certainly since starting at GitHub. Um, GitHub's can be quite an intimidating. It, it, it can be quite an intimidating uh, group of people to join because there's some really really talented people there, um, and they're not just talented either. They're they're really friendly and uh, really clear communicators and. Um, it can be really intimidating to 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 um, to, to join that group, um, and feel as though you deserve to be part of it. Um, I think the best way to deal with it is to talk to people. Talk to the people who you work with. Communicate that you that you the things you feel insecure about. Um, get make sure you have plenty of feedback with um, the people you work with. You know, peer review and and review from the people who are, um, you know, speaking to customers about about the the work you've done um, and getting their feedback on, on you know what uh, you know if you work in freelance, speaking to not just your freelance customers but the people who are visiting their site. Find find a way to get feedback from the people using using your, the things that you build, um, and often that can be really reassuring because. There's nothing more reassuring than seeing someone get satisfaction out of using something you've built. You know, uh, you can be really daunted by the people you're working with and feel like you don't deserve to be there. But if if you see people using um, the designs that you've you've put together and seeing them work and seeing them improve someone's day, that you know that means more than any kind of professional recognition you know, that you can get from from coworkers. Where do you like to spend your vacations? Huh. Um, so since moving to the UK, um, I've been able to get across to Europe a couple of times to go skiing, which is the first time I've actually gone skiing properly, um, and I've really enjoyed it. So I, I went once to to Austria for for a few days, and then uh, Where did you go? to to Austria. Yeah. And I went to uh, Badgerstein. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was stunning. It was really, really nice. Um, and it was the the end of the season, and there was still plenty of snow, uh, so it was quiet. We didn't queue for a, lift, a ski lift once, so it was really good. It was a, it was a really great trip, and that was the first time I'd actually been on skis. I'd seen snow before, but I'd never actually gone skiing properly, so that was really cool. And then uh, earlier this year, I went to Andorra for, um, for a week, and that was really great. Right. So I think I'm going to... Um, I'm going to try and try and go skiing more because I, I really enjoy it, and it's not something that I previously had very available when I lived in um, in New Zealand and Australia. Uh, where do you live, and where do you come from? Sure. So I live in County Down, Northern Ireland, in the UK, um, which is about uh, I'm about half an hour south of Belfast, um, in the countryside. Uh, it's beautiful here. Um, I'm originally from New Zealand. I grew up in the Bay of Islands up north in North Island. Lived in Auckland um, for a while, and then moved to Australia, and was in Australia for 13 years until moving to the UK two years ago. Would you recommend New Zealand? Yeah, New Zealand's beautiful. Um, it's not the right place for this time of my life, but it's certainly the kind of place I could retire to. It's really stunning. Do you travel much? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, I guess you could say that. I travel uh, to San Francisco fairly regularly uh, for work. Um, probably, uh, so last year I think I was in San Francisco uh, four or five times. 
this year um, I've been to uh, did a trip to Japan um, for, a, for to speak at a conference and also spoke at conferences in um, London and Glasgow as well. I do little trips within the UK uh, fairly regularly, um, but then also the odd bigger trip as well. For, for GitHub, at, at GitHub, um, one of the perks that we offer um, anyone who works at GitHub is that if you get accepted to speak at a conference, mm -hmm. um, then GitHub will will pay for your flight um, flight to, to, to go and uh, and speak at the conference. Um, so it's a it's a a small perk, I guess, in the in the grand scheme of things. But it's it's really great for being able to um, help people at GitHub build um, build confidence. Mm -hmm. Share the knowledge that they've that they've got. Learn from other people in the industry, um, but also raise the profile of the company as well. Um, and I think that's had a, a, a huge effect in our ability to connect with the community. You know, being able to have people from GitHub at lots of different conferences throughout the world um, means that we can speak directly to the people using our product. Um, you know, very frequently. Um, and not just from not just in the U.S. or not just in a certain geographic area either. We get a, we get a really diverse, um, you know, range of, of of feedback from people when we when we travel to these places and 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 hear from people people using GitHub. What are your favorite programming languages and frameworks? I really like Ruby. Um, I uh, I used PHP for a long time. That's kind of what I uh, started uh, working in a long time ago. Um, when I got started building stuff for the web and moving to Ruby was really, really nice change. After getting hired at GitHub, um, almost all of the work I've been doing has been in, in Ruby, but given that um, I'm at the main thing I'm working on on a daily basis is a, a Rails app. So um, Ruby is kind of what I'm working with on a daily basis. And frameworks, which one do you like? I mean, Rails is good, but I mean, Sinatra is uh, very handy as well. Um, when I was getting started, I also played around with things like the camping framework, which was a great way to kind of learn the basics of you know models and uh, the various concepts that you need when you when you work on on bigger things. Um, and that's the other reason I, I think that Ruby is really good is that it, there's so many different things you can use um, to achieve to to achieve very you know the, the various things you want to do. Um, and so, front-end frameworks? Um, front-end frameworks, um, I I mean, for my daily work, I most of the, the, the stuff that we've built for GitHub is, has been um, custom internal stuff. Um, I haven't built many sites that, are, that use Bootstrap or anything like that. Um, most of the work that I've done um, has either been building you know a design from scratch um, for, for, for a client or um, uh, you know altering existing existing code that people already had when I was when I was doing a lot of freelance work um, so um, it's hard to say what pisses you off so so one thing that I would say annoys me is that is when people uh, argue for a certain idea um, without really stopping to think whether or not uh, it's the right idea for other people. You know, mm -hmm. it, it, especially in the, in the um, 
uh, in the internet kind of industry um, and, and software in general, there are so many people who are really opinionated about the way things should be done. Um, and you know, if, if, if people aren't, do, aren't working in the, in the same, with the same tools or the same paradigms or the same frameworks as them, then um, they just get, they can get quite hostile. Um, and that, re that really does annoy me. Um, I think that... Um, the process police. Yeah, process police, but also technology police and the, and the people who, um, you know, uh, preach different ways of, of, of building things that just may not, straight up may not be appropriate for, for other people. But also, you know, a lot of the time I see people in this industry um, pursuing technical elegance over practicality. Um, mm. And I, you know, I, I don't necessarily always agree with that. I think that um, one of the things that we say at GitHub is that practicality be, beats purity um, because, you know, purity can take, it's, it's like trying to strive for perfection. Sometimes it's just not possible. Um, and if you're always trying to fight for it, it comes at the expense of being able to move quickly, being able to get stuff done, being able to ship and being able to, uh, to, to, to move on and, and, and build momentum over time um, when you're building a product. Might also come from an inferiority complex or something to always have the smartest solution to a problem yeah. that doesn't exist. Yeah. I, I definitely think that's part of it. You know, pe people attach a lot of ego to um, their work in, in this industry, and that's something that you know everyone will succumb to just to, to, to certain um, you know a certain amount. But that's something I actively try and um, try and steer away from because. At the end of the day, what you're building has to be right for the people using it. It doesn't have to satisfy anyone else. Um, if it's doing if it's doing the job that, that your customers uh, are using it for, then you know that's the most important thing. So, um, you know, if 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 you if you're doing something and it's at the expense of that, then I that's where I think you're 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 making a mistake. What are your favorite foods? Favorite foods? Um, I really like sushi. Um, the I, I recently went to Japan and um, I've been spoiled by that trip. Um, I'm not yep. sure. I'm not sure sushi's ever going to taste the same again. How did you improve as a developer slash designer? Improving as a designer is something I've thought about a lot, um, and it's something I'd actually like to write more about as well. And uh, it's it's the kind of thing that um, I'd very much like to, to to blog about more. I think it's it can be really difficult. And there's the the thing with being a designer in this industry is that it's it's not something you can go back to school and, and learn how to do better. You know, this is the cutting edge of technology and the, the, the things that we're building in this industry, uh, you know, they're, they're pushing new boundaries that no one else has solved these challenges for yet. You know, new hardware is coming out on a, on a monthly basis. New breakthroughs are coming in terms of what's possible in terms of the interactions people have with technology. And so learning how to improve in such a quickly evolving environment is really tricky. Just staying up to date with what other people are doing is tricky. So learning how to do that and then also get ahead of the curve yourself is, is, is really, really tricky. It can take a lot of effort. I would say that the biggest thing I, I would say to people looking to improve is, is talking to the people that they work with, getting feedback from, from people and Again, not following the technological advances necessarily. Sometimes the, the things that end up being the best experience or the best product that people enjoy using the most are the things that are predictable, that use existing patterns, that you know don't try and be too clever. 
you know, these, these ideas are, are the things that I often think that a lot of people working in technology miss. And as, um, as a designer, I think there's a lot to be learned from studying what has been written in the past. Those are the things that come to mind when I think about improving as a designer. You know, I, th I think one of the biggest problems I see is that a lot of designers these days don't understand their own creative process very well at all. So one of the easiest ways I think people can improve is to learn more about how, how they tick. You know, learn what times of day you're most creative. Learn what areas of your work you excel at most. You know, are you, are you better at strategy or are you better at picking up a project and running with it? Are you better at you know the you know the ideation phase of a project, or are you better at a, a different phase of the project? And and it, it could be combinations of these things as well. And learning how you work, and learning to focus on the things that that you're strongest at, and and, and really making use of those things is is the best way to improve. Uh, when did you start to code, and um, when did you decide to become a developer? My first computer was a Macintosh LC. I think it was like the first Mac that had a color screen or, or maybe the second or something like that. And I remember using like HyperCard on that and it wasn't coding, but like I look at, I look at what we're building today with like HTML and, you know, links going from screen to screen. And so much of it is based, is the, the exact same idea as very, you know, very similar things that people were building in, in really old technology. So, I mean, when, when I first started to code, I was probably, you know, 14 years old, but I had been kind of exposed to a lot of the concepts that I, that I feel are important to my work, you know, earlier, probably, probably at, at, at seven or eight. Are you a fan of uh, standing desks? Yeah, they're definitely something I'm going to look at more. I don't currently have one, but I try and do part of my day standing at a bookshelf, which happens to be the exact right height for a standing desk with one of the shelves. I, you know, I try and, I try and uh, vary up my day. And I think that's the key. I don't think standing all day is good for you either. I think from what I've uh, read, most people, most of the experts seem to say that the important thing is that you move around as much as yeah. you can. It's not necessarily that, that, that sitting or standing on its own is, is a good or a bad thing. Do you like meetings or brainstorms while taking a walk? I would probably say that I enjoy sitting down with someone in a relaxed environment more than I would enjoy trying to, tr to walk with them. But I haven't really tried having a walking meeting, so uh, I, I can't, really, can't really say. What books have you been reading lately? Fiction-wise, I've been reading the Jason Bourne series, which I've been really enjoying. On the non-fiction side of things, I would say that my... F I haven't read them recently, but I would say that my favorite books would be... Things like uh, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance by Robert Persig and uh, his the follow-up to that, which is called Lila, which I think is actually a much better book um, and clarifies a lot of the things that he wrote about in, in Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. I would also recommend that people read, um, if they're at all interested in thinking about design and the creative process, I would highly recommend that people read a book called Notes on the Synthesis of Form by Christopher Alexander. Christopher Alexander was primarily focused on architecture and urban planning. And the work that he's probably most known for is a couple of volumes called um, A Pattern Language, which paved the way for a lot of more modern thinking about urban planning and architecture and was very really forward thinking. And I think a lot of the ways that he thinks about the creative process and the, the, the natural, naturally evolving patterns that come out of the, the things that people build over time 
I think they're really applicable to the way that we're building digital products as well. And, you know, the the internet industry and software as a discipline uh, is so so new that we haven't kind of run into a lot of these these problems yet at big scales. So I think paying attention to what designers in other industries like architecture have the things that they've learned, I think it's really important to, to pay attention to them. Any websites or apps that we should check out maybe? Uh, a website called everytimezone.com if you're at all working with a remote team or dealing with multiple time zones on a daily basis like I am then you'll probably find everytimezone.com really useful there's another site called copypastecharacter.com which lets you very quickly find special characters and, and copy them and paste them into other things to save you having to learn the unicode sequence or the you know the shortcode key where looks like you know feels like you're making a dinosaur with your hand to type it on the keyboard you know that's quite a useful site do you have a secret to decompress i think that um exercise is great doing something active is brilliant i especially actually one of the things that i would use that i think that, that works well for me is like mountain biking it's a good combination of you know rigorous activity but then also periods of flow as well where i'm kind of going downhill and i'm you know, flowing from bend to bend. And I really like that mix of activity and flow. Do doing something where I have to get into a flow of a different kind than the flow I have to get into to do my work really helps my brain kind of get out of the, the headspace of thinking about my work and things about just the, the sheer experience of, of movement. Uh, what are your favorite cities or places? Favorite places? Um, I definitely think that New Zealand is full of beautiful places. I think the Bay of Islands up north in New Zealand is one of the most beautiful places in the world. That's where I grew up, so I'm probably a little biased. I also think that city-wise, I really like Edinburgh. Edinburgh is a beautiful city. I haven't spent a huge amount of time there, but all the times that I've been there, it's, it's, it's always been um, really enjoyable. Who do you um, look up to in your profession? I, I would say I look up to a lot of the people I work with at GitHub. You know, being able to work with them on a daily basis is uh, a real honor. And, you know, it's, it's really daunting sometimes to work with, with some of the people who work at GitHub. So I definitely look up to them. And I, I've learned a lot even since joining GitHub from being able to work next to them. I also look up to, I would say I look up to the, the team uh, at Basecamp. You know, Jason Fried and DHH and uh, Ryan Singer. And the, the people who've built Basecamp and, and their products have done a really incredible job of, of focusing on, on building great product. What do you like about working as a designer, developer hybrid? Um, I like being able to see the things that I build come to life. I, I really like being able to see them ship and see and hear from, from the customers who end up using it. That's really rewarding. And I think that's why I enjoy working on product more than I enjoy working um, on client projects. You know, when I, when I used to work freelance and when I worked for, um, you know, contracted to studios and things like that, the, the customer-focused setup was was great, but I found it often frustrated me more than more than it, it created an, an enjoyment. These days when I'm working, you know, now that I have a, a consistent product that I'm working on and I'm responsible for, you know, it over time, you know, I, I, don't, I don't hand off responsibility at the end of a project. I'm still responsible for the things I build, you know, long after the project is finished. I really enjoy that responsibility and I really enjoy getting to know a product really intimately so that I can evolve it over time. I really enjoy that. <laughs>